The boogie monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. The Boogie Monster Podcasting the Unknown Bucket I just started Oh yeah? How's it going, Dave? Oh, I'm all right. How you doing, buddy? Excellent. Yeah, you doing good? Yeah, nothing's wrong in my life. I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to sleep in the woods. <laughs> Why'd you try to sleep in the woods? Oh, uh, well. You want to talk about it a little bit? No. Nah. Just in, you know, you know you get, vague generalities? You get, in, you get in fights. Yeah? Did you get in a fist fight with, with somebody? The, with the people you live with sometimes. Oh, the people you live with. You know, as you did last night also. Huh. Yeah, there must be uh, <laughs> must be something with the the stars. Uh, something shitty in the air last night, so I tried to go sleep in the woods. We both uh, we could be vague about it. we both we both had uh, arguments with with loved ones. Yeah, I don't go into it too yeah. much. Fought fought with the misses. <laughs> it happens. That's part of life. That's part of a relationship. Sure does happen. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so yeah, that's that's, that's our day for me. Like. I, I will say this, like I, uh, that is at least one thing I've noticed about myself as I've gotten older. I have chilled out a little bit. I used to have a bit of a temper. Yeah. Not like I never did anything, you know, that would get me in trouble or anything, but just yeah. I was quick. I was just, you know, I was my fuse was short, and now my fuse is much longer. Yeah, I always had like a smart comment to come back with. Mm-hmm. But now I just take a deep breath. And, All right, let's uh, let's hear your case. State your case there. Yeah, let me, let well, get it out. Let me hear what you have, and then I just, you know, I find it best to just let them talk. Yeah. Just sometimes you get sick of losing, right? Because that's always. Oh, I'm losing uh, the argument. Yeah, I'm wrong, guys. I'm wrong again. I rarely, I rarely lose the argument. Yeah, you do. We all lose. Just go along with it. You know? We all lose. Because <laughs> I, you know, I pick uh, my battles based on. Logic, not emotion. I think that's one of the key and differences. That's why you've lost. That's why you've lost. Oh, well. You live to fight another day, buddy. Other uh, than that, how you doing? I don't know. Yeah, you, f- you fell down. Crashed, you had a rough day. Crashed my bike. Oh, man. The same day as the... Uh, I crashed my bike yesterday. Yeah? <clears throat> Not too bad, but banged up a little bit. Now, was this after the argument? Was no, it, no. This oh, was during the day yesterday. I thought maybe you'd like, I'm going, fuck you. I'm going for a ride. No, this was at, like... No, I tried to sleep in the woods at, like, 2 in the morning last night. You really left to go sleep in the woods? I just walked out. I just didn't want to be here. Mm-hmm. And I walked up to Lake Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Like, with the, no gear? Just No. No, I just was laying in the dirt. My shirt's well, still dirty from it. You are stubborn. Yeah. I was like, I just don't want to be in this house. And then, so I, I went up there, and then I went to uh, the Best Western that's down there by Cafe 101. But they didn't have any rooms. So I was like, oh, fuck it. All right. I, so I'm like, all right, just start walking back. But I was like, still pit. I was walking back and still like out loud saying my arguments. Yeah. I'm like don't go back in. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. I just found another hotel. Oh, so you wouldn't stay in a hotel. Yeah. That's always weird. Staying in a hotel in the same city you live in. Staying in a hotel that you could see your apartment from. <laughs> I've done that once years ago. Yeah, man. It's uh not a, not uh 
Not crushing it right now. Well, and I know you don't want to talk about the details, but yeah, let me ask you this: like, that. as far as like, how quick are you? Like, once the gloves are off, like, okay, this has gone from civil to now we're full fledged argument. How quick are you? Do you leave, like, or do you stick around and engage? I used to stick around until, you know, something was broken. I don't know, man. Now I I'm d- quick to leave. I don't. You see couples that like fighting is this. Like, it's a form of affection for people. Hmm. You know, like, oh, if they, they, arguing with me means they're paying attention to me. Like, people would rather, you know, like, there's some relationships where they'd rather argue than be ignored. Yeah, and I, I get that to a certain degree. I, I, I can understand the psychology behind it. I don't agree, but I don't want to do that. Not yeah. in a relationship, just to have somebody to fight with all the time. I also don't want to be one of these oh. couples. Like, you see, you know, the cliche, like, married couple that's been married for 40 years, mm. and they don't even talk to each other ever. They're just they're yeah. just sharing a home. I don't want to be, become that either. I mean, if you're all right doing that, if you're like, oh, dinner time, oh, we'll have our conversation. What do you talk to somebody forty years on about? It's like That's it's like true. old comedians. They can't talk about their life anymore, yeah. so they just talk about the news hmm. or the weather. Weather's a big one because you can't uh, can't argue with somebody. You can't get in a fight over the weather. Politics, or religion, you get fight. But yeah. It's hot out, and somebody just goes, "Yes, it is." Like, well, there's my social engagement. For yeah. Now, I'm quick to, um, you know, I'll, I'll get my point across, but once, once we start just repeating the same points over and over, but with more and more anger, yeah. then it's, it's time to take a walk. And uh, I did that the other night. I, I took a walk, mm. and I went and sat. Uh, I've done this before. I went and sat at the bus stop, like, late at night, just sit there on the little bench. Because <laughs> in my neighborhood, there's really there's nowhere to go. Like we don't have any. There, there's a park, but it's like, it's not. It's that reservoir, so it's not really a park. And like yeah. late at night, I think there's. I don't know if there's any laws like dust to dawn or whatever. But there's nowhere to go in my neighborhood, to ju- other than that horrible bar I was talking about last week, which I refused to. Oh yeah. But there's nowhere to go and just be and be alone with your thoughts, other than the bus stop. So I'll just go sit at the bus. Stop yeah, the bus. I mean you can go walk on the river, but there's a lot of sketchy characters yeah. over there. Yeah. So I go go stand, walk around the reservoir. Stand outside of Seven Eleven, but uh, yeah, that shit happens, man. Yeah, I'm sure it'll work itself out, but it's uh, taking a little pause. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I don't have to go into it. I find it funny. I'm not gonna air dirty. No, I, and I'm not trying to get you to do that. I do find it funny that you were just gonna go sleep up by Lake Hollywood. Yeah, I was like, fuck this. I'll go lay in the dirt and fall asleep. I was tired. That's just hilarious. What's I don't know why that's funny. <clears throat> I, I didn't have a problem with it. Really. I was fine. I was laying there, but then there was mosquitoes, and I was like, ah, shit, I can't do this. Mosquitoes will drive me nuts. I was laying there. <clears throat> I walked a few miles, though. Really? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, up all the way up the hills, up to Lake Hollywood, then all the way back down into Hollywood itself. <clears throat> then halfway back home, still arguing myself, yelling like a crazy person. Mm-hmm. I was like, nah, I get a hotel. Yeah. Slept like a baby. Yeah. Yeah, slept slept great. Yeah, at uh, however much a mini bar beer is at this hotel, probably twenty bucks. Yeah. So yeah, man, what do we uh, <laughs> and get into the ghouls and goblins here? Oh man, well I'm sorry to hear that, bud, but uh, you know things will things will turn around. Yeah, well hey, for you too, buddy. Yeah, you got you got yeah, into it. Just... You had your moment. <laughs> 
We're mm-hmm. all just dealing with some bullshit. That's true, man. I did have a, uh, I had a good thing that happened this week. Well, it's a good thing. I uh, finally had uh, Kogi Truck Short Rib Taco. Oh, I did see that. Have you been there? Uh, way back when. Yeah. <clears throat> and they were, uh, what a tasty, right? Oh, my God. I've known about this place for years. Been in L.A. now, almost eight years. It's the first time I've tried it. Because their trucks, I follow them on Twitter. They have three trucks. Well, now they, they have two because uh, I don't know if anybody follows Kogi on Twitter, but apparently uh, one of their one of the guys who ran one of the trucks passed away, so they're kind of taking a leave of absence from that truck. But uh, they have the two other trucks, and every day uh, each truck will be at a different lunch and dinner location. So one truck will be here for lunch and there for dinner. Yeah. The other truck will be here for lunch, there for dinner. And uh, they always post their uh, locations. But it's never anywhere near me. It's always a lot of west side, a lot of south side. Yeah, I would follow all these trucks, and then it's like, <clears throat> oh, unless they're going to be like, I'm in front of your house, I'm not going to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> You're the vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> you come to me. <laughs> but I uh, I drove out to Pasadena the other day. That's that's how bad I wanted this uh, time. You gave, you gave up. But, uh, <laughs> dude, just uh, I don't I don't. I don't know if they smoke it. I don't think they smoke it, but it's a beef short rib uh, chopped up, uh, superbly cooked. I, I guess they roast it or grill it or something. But uh, it's a uh, Mexican-Korean fusion taco. So it's uh, got like mm-hmm. some Korean sauce, of, like green chili type yeah. sauce, <clears throat> and the beef short rib, and uh, this like uh, Korean slaw, like this cabbage slaw or whatever. Uh, oh, dude, so good. I had that, and I had the quesadilla. Honestly, what what food can you put into a Mexican delivery system, like a, like a burrito or a taco? Mm-hmm. That's not going to work. Yeah, I don't know. I think it all kind of works. <laughs> One I, mean, I think not pasta. Pasta would be too much carbs. Yeah, starch on starch. There. Yeah, starch you on starch. But, but I had a the place called Indie Mex. It's mm-hmm. Indian and Mexican Ooh. food, and that yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, this works. I was just about to say that <laughs> this works perfect. I had a chicken uh, chicken tikka masala burrito one time. Oh yeah, why not? Oh, why wouldn't god. you have that? Oh my god, so good. What about um, fried rice? Again, you get rice in a burrito. True, you can get rice, but it's not the main thing. Yeah, as long as it's not the main thing, you would. <clears> but if you were doing like orange chicken and fried rice or something in there, uh, Panda Express about a year ago they ran it. They had a short run on a uh, orange chicken burrito, mm, and I never, okay, I never tried. Okay. It. I couldn't get up there in time, but it was very very limited engagement. But, uh, I love a shrimp burrito since I'm off the yeah. land meats. Yeah, yeah, good fish shrimp burrito. Yeah, fish shrimp. burrito too much. Fish tacos though, we'll get out of here. Yeah, I like a good fish taco. Um, speaking of food, uh, Subway. I don't know if you saw this. Subway has just uh, unveiled their smoked brisket. Try our. Oh no, what do they call it? They call it pit smoked brisket. This is pit <laughs> smoked. What, I they got an empty toilet. Exactly. <laughs> I get so fucking annoyed at like the way restaurant chains and stuff, the way they use these adjectives to describe. You can just put pit smoked in front of anything and people will buy it. But, like, I don't I'm sure there's got to be some sort of regulations as, as far as advertising. You can't – I sincerely doubt this is pit smoked brisket. You don't think it's down at the warehouse? No. <laughs> Arby's does that a down lot. headquarters. Just, ugh. And – the way they're uh, on, the, on the commercial now, they got the they got the sandwich. This is gonna be the viral video. Of you losing your shit inside Subway. <laughs> Just show me the pit, guys. Show me the pit. Otherwise, it's false advertising. They'll take you to court. What kind of wood you using? See, you don't even know what kind yeah. of fucking wood you're using. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they put cheddar it's cheese on it. Ugh, the the picture on the commercial just 
Just a bunch of... Oh, man. I it's just, just roast beef up. with cheddar cheese on it. I just shit my pants. <laughs> What's going on, buddy? Oh, your day just keeps getting worse. Oh, man. Are we are we rolling? Yeah. Oh, okay. And we're back. Oh no! No, Kyle's scrubbing the chair now. I guess I shouldn't use the dish. Oh no, buddy! You shat your pants and it went through onto the chair. It was just. I thought it was gonna be a, like a fun fart, <laughs> and just straight up. Here I sit, all broken-hearted. Tried to shit, but only farted. Later on, I took a chance. I tried to fart, but shit my pants. It's a poem. It's a poem. Kyle is scrubbing the uh, the chair with the dish rag. Is I don't want to look at it. There's oh oh man. Well, this is this is this is a way to start the podcast off on a positive note. You got domestic issues. You got intestinal issues. Oh, buddy. This day fucking sucks. Uh, I'm still uh, batting a thousand. I've never sh- never shat my pants, ever. Well, you don't take chances. you got to sink to like a bear trap. Uh, so. All right, bud. I don't even know what to talk about. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about something uplifting. Uh, uh, as we record this, today's uh, 9-11. So, yeah, that's, well, that's well, yeah, fun. how about that? That's something fun and uplifting to talk about. This, uh, I know, is coming out uh, about a week later. But um, a lot of people have asked us, you know, when are we going to cover that? That's like the granddaddy of them all as far as conspiracy theories. That's I wouldn't know where to begin, and uh, it's just too vast. But I do have a couple of uh, weird facts about 9-11 that uh, maybe what do you, you got? What know. facts? What do you got? There's some weird, interesting facts. i got a few. Uh, get this. Did you know that an 18th century ship was unearthed at the Ground Zero site while they were doing all that the boat flew into the buildings <laughs> in july 2010 construction workers rebuilding the side of the world trade center in new york they uncovered something unexpected just south of where the twin towers once stood uh, it was a mangled skeleton of an old wooden ship hidden about seven meters below the surface in a pit no. that formed part of the building's vehicular security center and carplex com- or car parking complex uh, archaeologists, they'd been on site throughout the uh, excavation, unearthing animal bones and uh, bottles and weird, you know, metals and stuff. Uh, but the discovery of a 9.75 meter partial hole generated huge excitement. Scientists uh, analyzed the tree rings found on the wood from the ship and determined it had been sourced from a forest near, near Philadelphia um, a couple hundred years ago. In 2014, a report published by researchers from Columbia University concluded the vessel was likely a Hudson River sloop, which is a one-masted sailing boat, dating back to 1773. So they're they're doing all that post-9-11 work, trying to clean up that site, and they find a goddamn wooden ship. How crazy is that? Isn't New York a swamp? <clears throat> the whole thing a swamp back in the day? Yeah, I guess. You know, it's a little Chicago is a swamp. Peninsula right there, surrounded, so... Daniel Johnston died. I know. I just saw that. I was a fan. Austin, uh, Texas singer-songwriter, passed away at 58. He's been having issues for years. 
Uh, well, he's been he's crazy. Yeah. I mean, or whatever. He died of a heart attack. Yeah. Um. Sorry. That wasn't one of my nine eleven facts. But, well, uh, now it is. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel. It's a great documentary about him. Uh, I did see that. I know, like he crashed his dad's plane. Yeah. Like took the controls when he was flying, mm-hmm. crashed him. Speaking of a crash plane, uh, part of the plane, part of one of the planes that uh, flew into the Twin Towers, uh, was found in an alley 11 years later. 2013 land surveyors stumbled across a plane fragment wedged in a narrow, inaccessible space between two buildings uh, located about three three blocks from the World Trade Center. Uh, further investigation revealed it to be a piece of the landing gear belonging to one of the two jets that slammed into the Twin Towers. And uh, where exactly is this? I get this here. Um, piece of landing gear was wedged between 50 Murray Street and 51 Park Place. So uh, I'll show you this weird little photo. Just these two oh, yeah. buildings. There's just this inaccessible little alleyway that maybe only a cat could crawl through. Oh. But they found some of the landing gear 11 years later. How crazy is just that? been hanging out and uh... just been hanging out. Well, how'd they find it if it's inaccessible? Well, somebody accessed it. <laughs> somebody, somebody got in there. Uh, one more for you. The uh, this is uh, this is uh, the Twin Tower attack sparked a mad rush to trademark 9/11 merch. Um, right after all that happened, uh, a lot of people trying to trademark 9/11 so they could make uh, just. <laughs> there's all kind of terrible merch about 9/11. Here's a picture of a. Uh, this is a lighter that uh, somebody produced with a. Image of the two towers, a plane flying into it, and then a uh, well, a portrait of uh, Osama bin Laden on a on a bic light. Or a, I mean, uh, but what's Zippo. what's more American than capitalism? Yeah, exactly. There's plush toys resembling the two buildings. Well, I think somebody made those on their own. <laughs> what's more? Yeah, what's more American than trying to make money off of anything you can? Absolutely. So it might be tasteless, but it's the American way. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's some fun facts for you on 9-11. I've asked you this in the past, but I can't remember. Where were you when 9-11 went down? Uh, I was in bed. I was, I was going to listen to the Man Cow Muller show. Yeah. Not on purpose, but my friend Monty was on the show. And so I turned it on and he was just talking about what was happening. I'm like, why when, when's Monty coming on? <clears throat> and then I got out of bed. I was living at my folks and, uh. They were watching it, and so then we watched, yeah. And I think I, as I was watching it, the second one flew in there, and then they fell. Yeah. Where were you? Crazy shit. Uh, I was at work. So, let's leave it at that. Um, <laughs> dude, I don't want to get into it right now, but just off the top of my head. We I, don't want to get into anything right now. I still right don't now. know what the hell is going on with Tower 7. I never got any... Closer to figuring out the, the the shorter tower behind the twin towers that just that did not get hit, but just dropped hours later that looked exactly like a controlled demolition. Well, I wonder what, what's up with that? Tower seven. When the, yeah, I don't know, man. I, the, the, I mean, we I, yeah. The, the, these things have all been covered. The, mm-hmm. All the all the angles on this shit. But I still, I still haven't heard any. I'm sure it's. Out I didn't there. look into it. It's one of those things that everybody's barking about it so much. Like I don't even know, know where to start on the research. I don't even know what credible source to yeah. start looking at. Yeah, it's 
Crazy stuff. Um, all right, but anyway, just wanted to throw that out there uh, since uh, as we're recording this, it is 9-11. But today, rather than uh, one big topic, I wanted to just get us caught up on uh, some cryptid mm. news. A lot of stuff been going on in the world of cryptids uh, that we haven't really uh, touched on in the last few months. So I just want to kind of give an overview and an update on what's going on. You may have heard about this a few months ago that uh, the FBI released their files on Bigfoot. Uh, this happened, uh, I think, in oh, May. Okay. And um, it was a little misleading when that story broke. People thought that the way some of the headlines read that the FBI had had a file for 40 years on Bigfoot, and, it, and they made it seem to be like it was an ongoing investigation. Yeah. It was not. Basically, the story is... Uh, back in 1976, uh, there was this guy named uh, Peter Byrne. He was the uh, director of the Bigfoot Information Center and exhibition in uh, the Dolls, Oregon. Am I pronouncing that right? I never the knew that. Do- yeah, I think you know, every time I see it, I don't know how to yeah, pronounce it. The Dolls, yeah. Oregon. D-A-L-L-E-S. Yeah. He sent, back in 76, he sent the FBI uh, a sample. He had this little sample that included about 15 little hairs that were attached to a tiny piece of mm. skin. And uh, he wrote a letter to the FBI uh, stating basically that his organization couldn't identify what kind of animal it came from. And he was hoping the FBI might be able to analyze it. Mm-hmm. He also wanted to know if the FBI had analyzed any other suspected uh, Bigfoot hair before. If so, what their conclusion was. And uh, let's see, who's this guy? Can't they give it a scientific name? <laughs> it said a Bigfoot? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure looking that, at these documents. There's got to be a scientific like, name, He's right? got like the nice... Old English font letterhead that uh-huh. still says the Bigfoot Information Center and Exhibition. Like, I get you're trying your best to look official, but if it had like a Latin name. Well, maybe there's no Latin name because they haven't been able to identify it. Yeah, it's you not know, like that's the problem. Um, but anyway, uh, this guy named Benjamin uh, Radford, he was the deputy editor of, Ske- of Skeptical Inquirer magazine. He chimes in and says, in uh, 2019, a lot of people think that Bigfoot uh, is, is, a lot of people apparently now, you know, Tongue-in-cheek, whatever. Not me. I'm a believer. But back mm. in the 70s, uh, it was a little bit more of a legit thing. People kind of took it a little more seriously. But um, where was I going with these notes here? But anyway, uh, so dude sent the, uh, sent the sample off to the FBI. Yeah. and uh, Oh, yeah, Jay Cochran, Jr. He was the assistant director of the FBI's Scientific and Technical Services Division. He wrote back to Byrne uh, stating that he couldn't find any evidence that uh, the FBI had analyzed suspected Bigfoot hair in the past and that uh, FBI usually only examines physical evidence related to a crime. Uh, he says sometimes we'll make exceptions for scientific purposes, and they did so. So they, they actually uh, did their DNA testing or whatever on this little sample. Uh, unsurprisingly, Cochran found that the hair did not belong to Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, in early 77, he sent the hair back to Byrne, along with the scientific conclusion, basically stating the hairs are of deer family origin. Yeah. So... Uh, that, that is essentially their whole file on Bigfoot. I got real excited when the story broke that maybe they had, there's been some 40-year investigation and they got all this different, all these different nope. case studies and there's just this one case. It's just like everybody else. Where this dude sent some hair to the FBI. They tested it and said it comes from a deer. I know you spent a lot of money on this fancy stationery, <laughs> but these are deer hairs. So that's one um, little update there. So, again, huge letdown. And I saw this when it broke, and I thought, oh, here we go, FBI. Well, it's, it's the same as, like, the FBI investigating UFOs. Just because they have files 
uh, that state that they have done some investigation. It, it's not them endorsing. Well, no, it's, it's not them. that somebody got. They, they documented that they looked at. It. Yeah, where I gotta find. There was a a good Reddit list of uh, declassified, like like somebody asking what's the craziest uh, declass declassified documents from the government. Mm-hmm. And I saved. I don't know how Reddit works real well. So I saved it somewhere. Now I don't know where it is. Anyway, well, cool story from me. Yeah. Anyway, so there's the update with that. If you if you saw those headlines a few months ago and you're wondering what's going on, a uh, whole bunch of nothing really. So yeah, uh, still not going to uh, not going to waver my beliefs. Uh, just but there's a, it's also the, there's a podcast called the uh, the behind the vault door behind the, something like that where the guy basically just has acquired all like has been yeah. doing the Friedman. I think I talked about it before. And just did Freedom of Information Act, uh-huh. like try to get all these declassified documents. So he's going through all those documents too. Bless his heart. That just seems like such a it, tedious. It work. does. Um, here's another uh, Bigfoot-related story. That this is a little more recent. Just a couple of weeks ago, uh, Hickory, North Carolina, a uh, a guy named Doug Teague said he shot video uh, a few weeks back while retrieving game cameras he'd set up in a wooded area of McDowell County, and he says in this video. Not he, McDonald's. No, McDowell. <laughs> and, uh, Get sued. Yep. And uh, there is video of it. And um, let me just, I want you, <laughs> let me just say this. Like, this guy's not helping our cause. So this guy's kind of, uh, I'm going to play this story from the news real quick. Just let you hear some of this. Oh, there we go. <laughs> it was like, okay. All right, I forgot that there's a damn commercial. Anytime I ever try to show anybody anything on on the internet, there's always an issue. It won't load, blah, blah, blah. Okay, here we go. Social media is buzzing after a Hickory man says he captured something amazing on his cell phone camera. Video right. of Bigfoot. Yeah, he recorded this video on the channel where several people reported seeing the creature over the years. This is Charlotte's Brandon Goldner spoke to the man who described his experience. Despite the signs outside his Hickory home, crazy. Doug Teague and Crazy Daisy strayed away from That's the his dog. trails in McDowell County. He was grabbing some cameras he had set up, hoping they recorded images of a longtime fascination, Bigfoot. As he was walking back to his truck, then a rock was through. She chased it. I just kind of stopped, took the phone out, gazed the hill, kept looking. He's still up there. Not just one, he says three different Bigfoot stared at him from the hill. This is just a snippet of 10 minutes of video Teague says he recorded. Anyway, there's a little snippet there. It's, um, uh, all right. This dude, okay, I, he's in a Bigfoot hunting club. Yeah. He's got uh, lots of. He, he's a he's a huge Bigfoot enthusiast. So, you know, it's that classic let, case of. And let me guess, the guy what, who what, wanted to see it finally saw what it. What was his cell phone camera? Well, and it's not a great video, but and I'm not, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna get into it right now because it would make for terrible podcasts since it's a visual component. Um, I'm looking, but at when it. we're done, I, I can see something. You have to, you have to look very close, and you got to look over and over and over again. But I, I see a face. I see a Bigfoot face. Do you see it? 
I don't see your face. We'll we'll go over it afterwards, but <laughs> I, the, see I see a, a I see a blurry gorilla. I see a little bit of a face, and you can see his hand. Uh, if you're looking at it right now, pretend that the Bigfoot's doing this. Like his That's, hand, okay, his right. hand is near his chin. It's like resting his head uh-huh. on his chin. That just looks like a gorilla. Yeah. Well, that would is also it be possible a story. that gorillas just live out in the woods? They live for a long time. I mean, I don't think there's gorillas in North Carolina. But there's Bigfoot. Yeah. All right. You think that looks like a gorilla? Man, I like I told you, I, I'm sad that all the stuff I wanted to believe in through research, mm-hmm. I have it's been debunked. Mm-hmm. Still, no. Give me one video on a camera Patterson from Gimlin. the last five years. Okay. The camera made in the last five years. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, now that there's more, there's a few out there. Now that there's more cell phones uh-huh. out there in the world with great cameras, we've talked about that white Bigfoot in Pennsylvania. There's a, there's a shot of it, a face shot from about ten feet away, real quick, but it's uh, clear as day. A lot of people think that at, it's a I'm mask. Look at or that something. one again. That's a damn good one. Let me see this. People are listening, uh, YouTube White Bigfoot Pennsylvania, and you'll see what I'm talking about. That one, that's pretty gnarly. Yeah, that one's creepy. That's just, that's just a creepy look. Yeah. But, yeah, anyway, this guy, uh, he's a member of the uh, Catawba Valley Bigfoot Research Club in McDowell County. And uh, he says that it, there's three, that he saw three Big, Bigfoot in this uh, video. And uh, I'll, I'll post the video on our, on our uh, Instagram or whatever. And if you look at it over and over again, like, you, I mean, there's something there. Now, I can't. Is it? A I guy can see in a that suit? there's something there. Is I'll it a guy in a something. suit? But but I mean, compared to the trees and the surroundings, like it's a big something. And if you look closely, like I feel like I can see some facial features. So, granted, especially a guy from a club. Yes, where I, like I get that. oh, what would what would get me stature in this club? I get that. That's what makes this thing smell a little bit like uh, a fraud, but. Uh, Doug yeah. Teague. Let me find this dude. I hope it's not a fraud. Oh, Doug Teague. I want to find him looking for... See if he's in the book. Yeah. What you find on him? Nothing's going well for me, man. That's all right, buddy. These fucking 911s. You hang in there. Nobody's ever nobody's ever had a worse 911 than me. I'll tell you that <laughs> right now. Nobody's had nobody has, a, has had a worse September 11th in history than I'm having right now. Speaking of which, what was the story a few years ago with that comedian? What's the name? Steve. I never can pronounce his last name. Uh, Razaninsky. Ranasizi. What was that story? Do you remember the details of that? He told people he was in one of the towers when 9-11 happened. And yet he wasn't? Uh, And why would you say that? Much like maybe just... First, I I mean, I could see... Because there's a a documentary about a woman who claimed she was in one of the towers and then became part of these support groups and was helping. Uh Was like doing a good thing and being part of support groups and 
and volunteering her time to help other people. And then they found out, like, yeah, you weren't in it. And then she's disappeared. But I, I think it's just such a major event that, you know, like when a celebrity dies, everybody's got to dump out on Twitter about, like, oh, I remember when I saw him. Like, everybody wants to be part of a major event. Like, it's, 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 the, no, the lying about the thing, that was scummy. It's ridiculous. And he's got, I mean, he's got some great publicists because that dude's still headlining clubs everywhere. I could see it if he was stretching the truth. I could see it if he was across the street. I think or he, something. I think he had explained himself. It was this major event, and I just told this story because, like, like anybody that like said, like, you have no value. Maybe you feel you have no value, and you say this story, and all of a sudden you have value. I'm not saying it's right. Yeah, but now people look at you differently. You know, you get you get attention. Well, they look at you differently when the truth comes out. You look like a fucking asshole. Well, it's the same thing. I mean, you get like giant fake boobs, but you tell everybody they're not. Yeah. I, and that's a terrible analogy. If you're just only like, yeah, I got fake things, but, but oh, I got new attention. Mm-hmm. People look at me differently. You know, maybe you saw how somebody else got looked at differently by being in it. Like, or maybe it was a business thing. Like, oh, this gets my foot in the door with anything right now. Oh, hmm. You know, that guy was in. Yeah, one of the towers. Oh, we got to talk to. Him. We got to meet with them. We got to, you know, especially if it was a, at a, a level in show business. Well, I wonder how it came out that he was not telling the truth. Did he just admit it, or did somebody have uh, evidence that he was full of shit? I do not know. You heard about the uh, Seth MacFarlane story, right? No. Oh man, now. Again, who's to say this is true? But I think this is a little more. Oh, Doug Teague uh, on his Facebook page. Uh, this Saturday, if you're in Marion, North Carolina, it's a WNC Bigfoot Festival. Hmm. So there's a kid zone. There's Bigfoot exhibits. There's going to be food, comfort stations, craft vendors, Bigfoot vendors, Bigfoot calling contest. How do you judge that? <laughs> what if your Bigfoot call is just, hey, Jeff? One I know is named Jeff, and that's how he responds. That's how I call him. Yeah. The uh, Seth MacFarlane story, uh, and I just answered my own question. I think this is obviously provable mm. with the uh, flight records and stuff. He was uh, supposed to be on one of the plane that came from Boston. He was supposed yeah. to be on that plane. He missed his plane by like two minutes. I mean, I'm sure there's a few of those, like a few stories of like who didn't go to work that day yeah. and who didn't. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, other Bigfoot news. This happened a few weeks back uh, in my home state of Georgia. This happened about 20 miles from where I grew up. I grew up in Waleska, Georgia. This happened around Ellijay, Georgia. Uh, northeast Georgia is just some of the most beautiful mm-hmm. area in the world. Uh, you ever been up in the mountains of northeast Georgia? You ever been to Ellijay or Blue Ridge? Uh, I think I may have. Uh, well, well, I just know Helen. Blue Ridge Parkway. And everything. Mm-hmm. By the way, I've read a Ranazzi's article. It's Isaac. It's like I was hanging out at comedy clubs and I was just trying to fit in, and you just wanted people to like them. So, yeah, I mean, right. it doesn't make it right, but I understand that. I could see how you get swept up in things. I'm not saying it's good, mm-hmm. but I could see how somebody could get swept up in like. Anyway, so I'm repeating myself the there, but I looked it up, and that's history. what that's what he's saying. He's like, yeah, I just got All right. caught, caught up in it. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, I've been. Try. I, mean, I don't know where I've been, like driving from one place to another. If it's been through, I know Blue Ridge Parkway and everything. Is that Tennessee? Is that yeah? That's kind of uh, Eastern Tennessee, Eastern Tennessee, Western North Carolina. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, beautiful area up there. 
uh, near LJ, Georgia. In, in, the, in a span of a couple of weeks, they had two different sightings. A uh, 51-year-old man says he saw a 7- to 8-foot creature standing along a mountain highway on May 20th. Uh, leading to talk of legendary Bigfoot being one of the on the loose in the rich mountain wilderness area. Uh, it's one of two reported sightings this, that month. Um, this guy was just driving. It was uh, kind of uh, at night, or I think he described it as like right around uh, dusk, and uh, just on the side of the road, just walking right there, kind of on the on the berm, saw a seven to eight foot creature, uh, and then just bolted into the woods. And uh, but this guy says he got a real clear look at him. Uh, another story, just like a week after that, very similar uh, location, very similar account. They've actually got uh, composite drawings that look very similar. <laughs> Sat down with the police. <laughs> what kind of nose did he have? A Bigfoot nose. <laughs> okay. Um, what else? Where did this guy go? Um, but, yeah, I believe it. Uh, I wish I would have been a little more um, proactive in my Bigfoot uh, research when I lived up there. Uh, because ever since I moved away, like now I'm noticing just a lot of sightings up there. Uh, what, Cherry Log, uh, Blairsville, Ella J, uh, Blue Ridge, if people who know that area, uh, Pink Pig, great barbecue restaurant in Cherry Log. There's actually a, a Bigfoot museum right up in that area, too. That's the one I went to a couple of years ago where they have uh, actual Bigfoot feces right there behind the glass. How do you know so, that? I mean, they How do you found have a museum for something that's not even it's a real? Tur- it's a turd that's about a foot and a half long. I, I, I'll get you on that. <laughs> I can do that. Oh, my God. But uh, What makes it Bigfoot turd? I mean, I think they're just, they found it in an area where people have seen Bigfoot oh, and okay. said, what else could make a turd Well, put big? two and two together. I got a picture of it. I'll show it to you. I don't want to so. look at a picture of a turd. <laughs> but, yeah, two I'll sightings. Look I'll look it up, though. <laughs> two sightings up there uh, back in May. Um, yeah, very similar uh, descriptions, uh, similar uh, locations. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, along State Highway 515. That's uh, 515 is basically, um, if you're in downtown Atlanta and you go north on 75, 75 eventually turns into 575. And 575 eventually turns into 515. So it uh, just runs from Atlanta all the way up to northeast Georgia. I think that uh, I think it goes way up into uh, North Carolina, which that's not far. McDowell County, North mm-hmm. Carolina, is not far. It's kind of the same general area. Northeast Georgia, um, southwest North Carolina. Um, what is that? The Chattahoochee National Forest up there, up above Helen, Georgia. Helen's where I went uh, last year, which is uh, the whole town. Looks like it's uh, like Germany or Bavarian. It's just this little little resort town. Uh, mm. uh, a lot of fudge shops. My buddy Ricky uh, just worked on a movie that uh, called Hoax. And it's about big. It's about an investigative team travels deep into the remote Colorado wilderness after a group of young campers are viciously murdered by what may be Bigfoot. Oh, whoa. so I'm just plugging my buddy Ricky. Okay. Helped out on that movie. Where can we see that? Is it out now? Um, Probably, you know, check your streaming services. Yeah. Okay. And uh, one more update here. Uh, just want to keep everybody up to date on Bigfoot and uh, other cryptids. Loch Ness Monster. That's one of the uh, one of the uh, OGs of the cryptid world, which uh, I don't think we've done an episode on the Loch Ness Monster yet, only because it's just so obvious it's, and there's it, thousands yeah. of uh, documentaries and stuff about that. So we 
we never really got around to it. But uh, let's see, about two weeks ago, uh, I'm reading a, an article from of, uh, from Popular Mechanics. Uh, they reported that uh, a bunch of DNA uh, was collected in uh, Loch Ness. Um, what did they say? They had over a thousand sightings uh, in the last fifty years over there, and um, they collected a ton of DNA, 250 different samples, and uh, they looked at like I don't know exactly. I'm still unclear on the finer workings of mm-hmm. DNA research, but uh, they analyzed 500 million sequences from 250 different water samples, and uh, they found zero. A lot of people think that it, uh, catfish has actually been one of the suspects. There's these giant catfish. Oh, yeah, there's like big. Yeah. There's crazy big catfish. Crazy big catfish. Other people think, um, what is it, a pleosaur? Am I saying that right? Like an old dinosaur. Uh, uh, oh, one of them old dinosaurs. One of them old dinosaurs. Not one of the new ones. No, no, one of the old ones. And uh, I think it's pleosaur, dinosaurs. which is uh, was an actual dinosaur. Yeah, brontosaurus with flippers. Yeah, exactly. And some people thought it was that. Um, they said they found no traces of shark DNA, no traces of catfish, no traces of sturgeon, uh, no traces of uh, Jurassic era dinosaurs. What they did find is tons of eel DNA, and uh, there is a lot of yeah. eel in there. And they're suggesting that, uh, like any species, there's mutations where you know they can get huge. There's Didn't that guy admit it was a, f- a fake on his deathbed? What guy? The Loch Ness monster guy, like the original photo. Oh yeah, I don't know about that. I do know there's been a ton of. Uh, Fakes. There was uh, there was that one story where they found a bunch of uh, footprints around the shore, and this guy said he saw a thing and he saw it walking. They later determined that those were um, footprints were made by a cast of a hippo. Those are hippopotamus footprints. Um, but yeah, I don't know the story on the actual photograph. I did hear something about that, but basically um, they ruled out. Uh, Shark, catfish, sturgeon, dinosaurs. Yeah, that and, one they've done all the they've done all the sonar with that lake and mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. So I read something about conspiracy theories. Like, like people that believe in something are always going to have an excuse for why they believe it. Yeah. <clears throat> like the flat earthers are always going to have a reason to believe in it, regardless of any scientific proof you put at it. Uh, much like people that want to deny climate science, like. Forget all the facts. They're just going to, like, nope, I'm going to stick with my belief. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. But there's there's a little update there on what's going on. I'm trying to find uh, I want you to see. Um, oh, what's his name? Teague? Oh, Teague here. Doug Teague. Doug Teague. Where'd he go? Oh, here we go. Um, let's see this is here. Your video will begin in four, three, two, one. Right. He's moving, he's moving, he's moving. Um, this video I'm looking at, if you, uh, if you YouTube Bigfoot Spotted in Hickory, North Carolina, it's got about 66,000 views. It's from Charlotte Stories. Uh, there's about 10 seconds of this uh, Bigfoot. Um, I don't know. From the point of view, I would say he's probably 50 feet away. Uh, but then there's three minutes of him. He found a bunch of tracks, so it's just him. 
walking around uh, videoing these tracks. But some of the tracks uh, don't, I don't know if they, I don't, I'm not an expert on this shit, but they're not as deep Nobody in the is. mud. They're not as deep in the mud as you would hope. So who knows if old Teague is uh, full of shit or not. I do. Uh, you know, you know that he is. Yes. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, there's something there. We'll have a tutorial when we get done. I want to show you these facial right. features that I've detected. So, um, anyway, there's there's your update on Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot mm-hmm. sightings in Georgia. Um, man, that FBI files thing really bummed me out. I was really thinking. That, but look, yeah, it's a good, it's a uh, a good a good score for the. Uh, oh, I did find it for the. Um, the title, What Are Some Declassified Government Documents That Are Surprisingly Terrifying? That's on Reddit. Uh, <clears throat> oh, yeah, there's some real horrible shit in there. Oh, really? <clears throat> yeah, just uh, like here, there's uh, the, the plan after. Here, this is a pertinent. The plan after 9-11, the plan after 9-11 to make figurines called Devil Eyes. I'm opening up the actual document. It's a psychological warfare program the CIA started, and apparently it was to make figurines that look like Osama bin Laden and give them, the, give them to kids in South Asia. After it's left in the sun for a certain amount of time, its face would peel off to reveal a demon-like vis- visage, visage with red skin, green eyes, and black markings. Basically a demon. And it, the objective was to scare their kids and their parents so bin Laden and Al-Qaeda would lose support in uh, South Asia. I know it was like big like with the philippines and everything oh really that's always weird though like the weird like the psychological stuff and the stuff they'll do like propaganda to like non-violent uh, uh you know influence mm-hmm. on people but then like we talked about before all the oh what's it called they're giving everybody lsd and everything oh the uh um mk ultra yeah yeah Montauk. yeah, yeah. Spiking everybody with LSD and see what would happen. Because I thought, I mean, yeah, if you're if you're just a square and then you hear about LSD, it's like, oh, it'll make you see through walls. And yeah. I'm like, all right, well, I'm not going to take it. Yeah. But let's give it to some people without without telling them though. That's fucked up. I couldn't imagine getting some LSD and not knowing it, uh-huh. thinking what. Yeah. Just, uh, what, all, of, all of a sudden you're hallucinating. Imagine you're what, monsters. What must you be thinking, like? Well, because the whole component of doing hallucinogens is like, I know I'm doing these. Uh-huh. I know I need to go into this with a, with a good, like, with optimism mm-hmm. and excitement about what's coming. Because if you go into it with a bad attitude, you're going to have a bad trip. Yeah. So if you go into it without knowing and all of a sudden shit starts going weird, you're going to get scared. And yeah. if you're scared on, you know, while you're hallucinating, oh boy. I, um, one time years ago, my girlfriend at the time and I threw a Halloween party. This would have been 2005, mm-hmm. and uh, I had smoked weed for a couple of years prior to that, so I wasn't a, a brand newbie to it. But uh, at a Halloween party, somebody handed me a joint, and I, I took a couple hits, and an hour later, I'm in my room standing in the dark just having a meltdown. Really? Yeah. Like, I, I still, to this day, I don't know what happened. I don't know if somebody laced it with... LSD um, or something. Stick. Was that my friends were saying wiki stick? There was like a joint dipped in formaldehyde. Oh, really? What does that do? Uh, I'm going to look it up right now. But I had this big party. There's probably about 20, 30 people over at our house. That's where we had a, a nice little house together. 
And uh, I'm midway through the party. I just find myself, I don't even remember how I got there. I'm just in the bedroom with the lights off, like in my costume. I can't remember. I, we dressed up as something yeah. stupid. But I'm just frozen. And I, I just stood there for like 45 minutes. And eventually, I guess, I was missed from the party. So she came looking for me. And uh, she found me in the bedroom just standing, frozen. And I, I don't remember the details about what I told her or what I was feeling. But, like, I was convinced that uh, something, I, I got yeah. a dose of something I wasn't expecting. Yeah. It's a, and it was it, terrible. It causes, embalming fluid reportedly produces a hallucinogenic effect. Yeah. Oh, wow. But I didn't know that. Mm. You ever had, like, any really bad mushrooms or anything? Like any, we've talked about this before, but I can't remember specifically if um, you've ever had any terrible experiences. No, I mean, not bad. Like, just kind of anxiety-ridden mm-hmm. ones, but never anything like, oh, it's all goblins and, yeah. like, super fried. I mean, I've only done acid, like, twice. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, I've done mushrooms. How was that, acid? I don't know. The one time it just made me feel silly, but I don't think it really kicked into the point where I was seeing stuff go bonkers. Mm-hmm. And then... Oh, maybe no. Maybe I only did it the one time. Yeah, I think I only did acid once, hmm. right before a final in oh, college. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was real ready to be done with school. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to plug? Where are you going to be, Kyle? Well, what's today? Today Other is September eleventh. September seventeenth. Where are you at on the seventeenth? Uh, you got stuff coming up this week. Where you at? No, man. Next, no? next thing's going to be uh, the old High Plains Festival. Oh, yeah. Us. We're at the High Plains Festival. Uh, that's on the 28th. Uh, we'll be there. I'll be there 26th, 27th, 28th. Uh, Live Boogie Monster at 5 p.m. on the 28th. I forgot the venue. But if you go to highplainscomedyfestival.com, you can find all that. Uh, you're doing a headlining show, I think, the day before. Is that right? On Friday somewhere? I think Friday. I think i got a spot Thursday. i got a show. F- yeah, spots Thursday, Friday, and then we're doing a podcast Saturday. Cool, cool. Uh, on the 22nd, I'll be in Boulder at the uh, Bohemian Beer Garden. So that'll be fun. Stop by. Boulder's always a good time. Comic of the Week, real quick. Uh, our dickhead buddy, Dave Ross, just put out a new album called The Only Man Who Has Ever Had Sex. Yeah, he did. So check out Dave Ross. Uh, very funny dude. Uh, I'm, I'm annoyed with his uh, ridiculous Twitter. I don't know if you follow him on Twitter. I just asked for Every day, day for the day. goddamn last three months. He just asked what day it is. I, I don't know. Uh, what's you know, Twitter supposed to gotta, be? you got to commit to the bit, and I guess he's doing that. But uh, I've heard uh, a few tracks off of this album. Very funny. Uh, Dave, Dave's funny. Dave's funny, dude. Uh, physical copies also come with a uh, it's got some sort of flip book. I don't know what the deal with that is, but uh, I've seen pictures of it. Nice, mm. nice, well, well done. Big, thick flip book. I don't know what's in it, but, hey, that's an interesting uh, take on a physical copy there. So. Dave Ross, the only man who has ever had sex. And, uh, yeah, come see us at High Plains uh, on the 28th, highplainscomedyfestival.com for tickets and info on that. Buddy, I hope uh, things turn around for you. Yeah, you, know. you too, man. Yeah, you know, this shit happens. I uh, I didn't have to go get a hotel, but, it, you know. Yeah, I just uh, I didn't want to be yeah. here. Don't don't just go sleep in the woods, though, without any gear. Don't do that. It's nice out. There's, no, there's nothing over there. Especially in that state of mind. There's like coyotes. They don't care. It'll wind up at the bottom of the lake. So. Yeah, it'll be all right. All right, buddy. Well, let's let's 
let's land this. Pl- I was going to make a 9-11 joke, but <clears throat> we'll see you all next week. The Boogie Monster. Network.